What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Brie Chevelle. I'm back with another episode of Female of Influence. This is episode number six, and we have a special guest on today, Miss Carter Sade. I'm so excited, so excited. And yeah, let's get into this episode. So today's Female of Influence is Miss Kiera Austin Jernigan. This is one of my best friends. We met back in 2014. Um, We both started working at the same job. And let me tell y'all this uh, funny because I... I I thought she was mean. You know how sometimes you meet people and they just have this look on their face where it just looks like they're always mean? Like, that's how she was. (laughs) So I thought she was mean. I thought she was really mean. And I was like, I'm not getting ready to be her friend. I'm going to just, you know, speak and that's going to be it. But we ended up becoming really, really close. Um, And she is just such a beautiful spirit inside and out. Um, She's happily married. Um, She's the mother of a beautiful, beautiful one-year-old, which is also my goddaughter. Hey, Ken Ken. She has an MBA, one in public, sorry, two MBAs, um, one in public administration and the other in nonprofit leadership and management um, from Liberty University. She also holds a bachelor's um, of, of science in criminal justice from the Virginia Commonwealth University. In 2017, she graduated from the Thomas Sorensen Institute at the University of Virginia's Emerging Leaders Program. And she's also an entrepreneur. She owns and operates two businesses, Classic Sweet Treats LLC and RVA Moving Solutions LLC. She also runs a law firm for one of Virginia's top defense attorneys. She is the definition of black girl magic the definition of black girl magic and if you have not tasted anything that Kiara has made from classic sweet treats I'm trying to tell y'all y'all are missing out that girl can make a mean mean alcohol infused cupcake I'm trying to tell you (laughs) so if you if you have a sweet tooth and you want to um check some of that out check some of her cupcakes out um you can look up her Instagram you can contact her through Instagram or Facebook, Classic Sweet Treats, LLC. Um, and then if you ever, ever need to have some furniture moved, you can definitely contact her moving company, RVA Moving Solutions, LLC. Um, she's just an amazing person. Um, I love Kia. I have developed this love in my heart for Kiara. And if you're listening, girl, thank you so much for being so influential in my life. Um, thank you for giving me my goddaughter. Just thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being the female of influence for this week. Welcome back to my fellow female influencers. It's your girl, Brie Chaville. I have Carter Day on the line, aka my cousin. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? Good. I'm tired, girl. I'm tired. Likewise, and I feel like we've been trying to do this podcast for a while, so I'm really excited to finally, you know, get it done and to be a part of your audience because I think your show is amazing. I'm so, well, thank you. I'm so excited too because it we've been we've been trying to do this for a while. We really have, and we like we just haven't been able to be great. So we're gonna be great today, though. Right. So go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Who is part of Sade? Um, so Carter Sade, some people call me Crystal, um, but Carter Sade is actually my brand 
And I kind of made the name because I was hiding on Facebook. So I was hiding from, on Facebook from my supervisor. So I decided to put my middle name in my last name. And I reversed it. And, I mean, it kind of just stuck. Like, once I heard it, I was like, yo, like, you know, that flows. So I kind of just kept the name and made it a brand. Um, which is, I think I mean, that's funny pretty- because people really do call you Carter Sade, especially people in D.C. Like, now that you live here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they call me Carter Sade. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with being called Carter or Sade. Sade. Either one works for me. Um, it's usually how I know if I know them, like where I know them from. Just yeah. <laughs> about how they call me by my name. But um, yeah, so I am, I think I'm an innovator. I'm a creator and influencer. I am a motivator. I'm a host, event speaker. I'm a serial entrepreneur, social entrepreneur, um, a blogger, um, and anything else that you want to define me as, I guess. <laughs> so much and it's so funny because you know i mean we pretty much grew up together we went to college together and so it's just so funny to see how not even funny but it's just amazing to see how much you've evolved um you know since yeah, you got, we had raw crystal like crystal yeah. in the trenches yeah girl. yes <laughs> yes crystal in the trenches yes, yes. well that's really good so you have this movement um that i feel that you live by now um unashamed this is me and i think it's really really dope and of course you know because we're family just like you said like i kind of been there with you in the trenches um you know i've seen some of the struggles that you kind of dealt with um growing up um and you know many people might not know you were first cousins like my best friend you're like my sister we're like sisters from other mothers (laughs) and father (laughs) I'll say sister from other misters, which would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and you're the godmother of my of my kids. And um, and then, you know, a lot of people don't know that we were college roommates for four years. So all four years of college. Um all four years. Lord. Yes. So, you know, in that time I got to overcome so much. Um, and so many struggles, and I got to even experience some of those struggles with you. So, what do you feel was probably the biggest struggle when it came down to you trying to trying to get to Carter Shaw Day, trying to figure out what your purpose was and what it is you're supposed to be doing in this earth? Um, I would say the biggest the biggest struggle for me would have been at that time, and probably sometimes I still battle with it every now and again. Would have been like what people think of me. So, what's it? What do people think? What would they say? Like. How do I make them feel like um, I was very, very interested in the opinion of others when it came to me and my life and what I was doing. And so that was probably the hardest thing. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. People, people may not say that they struggle with that, but I think people, a lot of people struggle with that. Well, that's because, you know, um, it's, not a, it's not that we necessarily want to have a society, but we have one and we put up a guard and we only want people to see but so much. And so it's like, don't see the broken parts of me, see the whole parts. Like, you know, see the parts that I'm proud of, but I don't want you to see my scars. I don't want you to see my wounds. I don't want you to see my struggles because then you might think I'm weak. And Mm -hmm. so being weak doesn't look well. At least I thought so at the time. And so I didn't want anybody to feel like, you know, oh, like she dealing with a lot or that girl got a lot going on. Like she ain't got it together. You know, you just didn't want people to think that. And so you was like, I always, you know, you know me, I kept it, I kept it hard, I guess, of course an out of court just to protect myself from things like that because I cared. I cared what people thought about me in a sense it's like being a people pleaser, which is so exhausting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes it is exhausting. Ugh. Yeah, I, so exhausting. Everyone. Never. Yes. Yes. So how do you how um 
how did you feel like or what caused you to be able to deal with those feelings? What caused me to be able to deal with those feelings? Yeah, like how did you uh, how did you move past that struggle? I know that you said you still sometimes struggle with that, but how do you move past that struggle on the daily? Um, honestly, I think it was supernatural, and you probably don't think it's crazy that I say that, but I'm so serious. Um, I think that as you know, when I was in college, I dated a girl, and I think that through me dating a girl, I really became unapolog- unapologetic, and I became unashamed. Because when you do something like that, that's really out of your norm, Your norm, I felt like you had to own it. Because that's what I was doing. That's who I liked. And she was very bold. As you know, she was very bold and true to who she was. And I think that actually played a part on me being okay with who I was. As crazy as it sounds, because I felt like I shouldn't have been in that situation. I think it was it shaped me. It was definitely like an impactful moment for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it was something I was supposed to go through. Because I don't think I would be who I am today if I weren't in that situation. Because there is when you saw me come out like, this is what I'm doing. You either rock with it or you don't. This is who I am. And this is who I love. And this is what I'm doing. And it got so bad to the point, I think I even drove you crazy. But that was when I was coming. That was when when I was becoming who I am and being comfortable with who I am. Because I was like, okay, God is calling me to something higher. Maybe he's calling me to bring her to God. Like, you know, I used to say crazy stuff like that. Which could have still been true to this day. But in that time, I didn't know that. And so all I knew was just this is what I was doing and I had to own it. Yeah. And I became very apologetic about it. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's so dope. It's, I think it's amazing one how, you know, the struggles that we go through really really is like the little catalyst points in our lives that kind of catapult us into purpose. Like you know, people complain about struggling, but I think the struggle is really something from the struggle that you can't get from the success. Right. You know, it, it makes you who you are. Like, you feel like you always ask God, like, why me? Like, why am I going through this? Like, why am I dealing with that? And then in hindsight, when you look at it, you're like, wow, like, because I dealt with this situation, I'm able to overcome this now. Like, because I was in this, in this little, um, whatever it is that I was in, this phase that I was in in my life. I'm able to stand on two feet now, comfortable with being who I am and yeah. not caring what people say. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's um, I that's definitely dope. think experience shapes you and molds you into becoming, you know, what it is you're called to be. Yes, that is so true. That is yeah. so true. So, so tell me a little bit about why you feel like it is so difficult for some people to figure out their purpose um, and then walk in it. Um, honestly, I don't think it's that difficult. I think that, like I said, I think experience is the best teacher. And I think throughout our life, we're exposed. Um, we're exposed to situations and where we have no choice, but to, our gifts will shine. Like naturally, they shine. And I feel like God purposely and strategically places people around us to enhance that. And so whether it's a job that you started, a friend that you made, you know, whether it's anything like anything like that, I feel like your gifts and your skill sets come through and you start to realize like, hey, you know, I'm really good at that. But then sometimes you realize you're good at something and then you see somebody else who's good at the same thing and you're like, okay, maybe I'm not so good at that. And, you know, that's not true because it's still your gift. And you just maybe have to, like, once you start to experience it and realize, like, hey, this is my niche. This is my niche. I'm good at that. You just got to hone into that and fine tune it. And, like, not look to the left and the right, but know that you have a gift, something that was given to you and it cannot be taken away and you have to use it. But I think that some people shy away and they get afraid of that because of competition. Mm -hmm. And it's really not a competition. It's literally allowing God to use you yeah. and to walk in it and so I think some people get discouraged because they you know they might see somebody else doing the same thing and it's kind of like okay well she's doing it that way maybe I should do it that way 
or this is what her page looks like. Maybe my influencer page will be better if I did it this way. And I think we get caught up in that. And again, that's going back to just being people pleasers, caring what, you know, caring what people think. And once people start to overcome that, then you'll do it. You'll do it. Like you'll seek your purpose despite the journey, what it looks like to anybody else, which is why I always preach in Unashamed, which is me. Like that's the tagline. Yeah. And I think for me, um, because I think one of my biggest things was the reason why it took me so long to walk in my purpose was because I could never really discern my voice or other people's voices from God's voice. Oh, that's a good one because you might see yourself doing something or somebody doing something. You're like, I could do that. I could do that. And you're like, like, maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And, you know, so that's something that I still struggle with on the daily. Like, I'm always in prayer about ensuring that, you know, what I'm hearing is directly from God, that I'm doing whatever it is that he wants me to do as opposed to just listening to other people or even listening to myself. So how do you discern you know, your voice and other people's voices from God's voice when it comes to walking in your purpose? Well, honestly, I had to stop telling people my vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I got the vision, when I get the vision now, I'll say that I probably have two people, you included, that I share them with. And I had to learn who, who I can listen to because I feel like they're aligned with my purpose versus, like, you know, the people that I just cannot. I had to learn to discern that. Oh, that's and good. so what I do now is I pray. Uh, once I get the vision, usually God speaks to me in my dreams. Not being funny, that's how it happens. Um, in my dreams, or it'll be something like that'll tug on my spirit, and I'll pray about it. And I feel like I can read the Bible, and it'll pop out like, boom, that's confirmation. Or somebody will say something to me, and it's like, that's confirmation. But honestly, if it's something that's in my spirit, and it's heavy, and I, I feel it tugging, I'm like, you, it's kind of like, you know, something being stuck in your throat, like your voice being stuck, and you can't, you can't speak, and you want to get it out, but you know, you can't birth it. Like, the words don't come out. That's to me, that's how I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing because I can't figure it out. You're all types of confused about where to go next and how to execute it, but you know that that's part of what you're supposed to be doing. But the getting there part is what's hard. And so, usually, that's how I'm able to discern it because I'll get the confirmation from God. It'll be something that I'm probably comfortable with, but uncomfortable with because I don't know how to execute it. Yeah. And then I like, then I'll write it down. And once I write it down, like maybe days later or months later, however long it takes, if I pray on it, stuff will just start coming and then me and my idea journal I'm just writing 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 like it'll come in the middle of the night like everything it'll start falling in line and you're like wow like this is going to be beautiful like this is what it is um but it took you it'll take you a moment to get to that part because you got to recognize that that's what you're supposed to be doing yeah yeah and I liked what you just said you know you have, you have to discern who is aligned with your purpose and who isn't I think that is so important because I I, I remember I used to be the type of person you know, you're you're probably like one of the only people that I share. <laughs> my yeah. When I get when something pops in my head and I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, I think they, when it comes to like a, a purpose partner, like I think that is what you are to me. And uh, uh, but I feel so like, <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like when we talk, I feel like I feel like we are aligned when it comes to our purposes. And I think that that is so important. I think that is something that um, so relevant and so important that you just said in reference to making sure that you are around people who align with your purpose. Um, I think that as you get older and as you really start to figure out who you are, you know, in this world, in Christ, like you really, it's easier to kind of tell who's supposed to be around you and who's not, you know? Yes, because that time it goes off, you know, um, with all my experiences in college that you was around for, I used to always tell you after, I'm like, God told me not to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I felt it in my spirit 
that I wasn't supposed to be doing that. Yeah. And I think we have a feeling that we take for granted. It's a gift we take for granted. And it's like you got that nudge in your stomach and you should listen. Like listen, like don't turn your don't turn your a blind ear, I guess. A deaf ear a deaf ear, I'm sorry. Um, to it because that's him telling you like, no, this ain't it. Like yeah. so many flags on the play. <laughs> and I remember um I remember going to um a, a revival not even a revival but my church had this thing called the champion conference and uh pastor ron carpenter was there and he preached about that he preached about that gut feeling that we get and he was saying that you know that gut feeling is the holy spirit you know down inside of you right telling you what it is that telling you what it is you need to be doing telling you who you need to be around he said that um people find their purpose in that gut feeling um Okay. Everything that you need is in that, and I, I think that is, I think that's absolutely amazing. Like, I think that is amazing. But that's, I think that's very true. You do, you find your purpose in your gut feeling, mm-hmm. like Leah. You say so you need to listen to it because you don't have to, like, you know, go to other people to verify it. And I, I blog about that a lot. Like, my, a lot of my old work was basically getting out of being the people pleaser, pleaser phase, letting people know, like what you need is inside of you already you don't need to listen to 500 people you don't need to ask for 500 confirmations and validations from others if you've already been validated by god so you don't need to keep talking to people about something that he's already talked to you about like you know yes that is yeah (laughs) i always say that you know if he can if he's already validated you in private don't worry about the public that ain't got nothing to do with you hey girl you preaching (laughs) preaching yeah, so, okay, Unashamed This Is Me came out. You was doing your thing with that. Now you created this new dope community, Hey New Friend, which I right. always tell you that I'm super proud of you for doing that because it's something that you've actually talked about since college. I remember you talking about this in college. Um, and to see- and that's crazy. I be trying to figure out, like, I'm, when I think about it, I'm like, you know, this is something I've been thinking about for a long time, but I couldn't remember when I used to talk about it. But when it started to come out, I'm like, no, I think I've thought about this before. You did. I remember you. I remember you. I mean, you didn't talk about it much, but I remember you saying something about you wanting to be able to connect people. And um, I just think to see it come to fruition, like, is absolutely wonderful. And I always tell you how proud of you I am. How, how do you think um, Hey New Friends ties into your purpose? I think it's exactly that, the connection piece, um, because I'm very big on relationships, and I, like I said, I feel like you are strategically, strategically placed in the room with certain people for a reason, and then sometimes, like, as you're figuring out your purpose, like, as you go on your journey, you need to be connected to certain people to get to the next level, like, that, that person might hold the key to what's next for you in your future, yeah. and so I'm really, really big on relationships and building that, and so that's what it is like be, be a part of my purpose is being a connector and yeah. so I want to connect as many people as possible to be a resource for them and so like I mean it is awesome when you see it come to play because like you know the women in a the group they're just amazing like the, the girls that I'm connecting with the girls and women that I'm connecting with are amazing like they all have gifts they're all working in their purpose some entrepreneurs some just career women but they're still gifts um they all have something that they bring to the table and that somebody can learn from and bounce off and I just think we would never get to get to that you never get to that point where you're able to utilize that person until you know them at the core. And so when you go to all of these networking events, which I hate, I just throw that out there. I hate networking events that always be like, oh, you know, bring your business card, blah, 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 because I feel like that's intimidating. And it can be five graphic designers in a room and I'm only going to work with the ones that I connect with. Mm -hmm. So I don't need you to tell me what it is that you do immediately. I want to know who you are as a person. What's your character? Do we connect? Do we vibe? And then I don't know if we can work together. Like, 
you yeah. know? And oh, so yes. that's my big thing with connections, like, because there's so many people doing the same thing and you can't connect with everybody. Like everybody isn't a part of your tribe. Everybody isn't for you. And it's not like, it's a bad thing. Like it's not a bad thing. You just got to get to the people who are for you, your tribe. Yeah. And so I think you can't do it without connections and relationships, like relationship building. So that's literally what Hey New Friends is, like supporting one another, one another, cultivating, lasting, fun, resourceful, and rewarding relationships, literally. <laughs> that is so great. That is so great. Yeah, so if any of you listeners are ever in D.C., check out Hey New Friends. Come through, come through. I'm really excited about the events, and they're really, really dope. The events are really dope. So check them out if you are ever in. And we're like we're gonna be official tissue. Um, I had to kind of figure out what Hey New Friends was before I started. Like, okay, what is you know what are we're gonna do next? So we're doing a website launch, and we'll have the nines. Like everything will come with that, and so it'll be like official membership only type thing. (laughs) That is awesome. That is so great. Yes, if y'all are interested in it, y'all better hop on there. Y'all better hop on yeah. and get to know Karsha before she blow up. <laughs> shameless blood, shameless blood. And so, um, you know that I'm big on affirmations. You know that affirmations is like a part of my purpose, um, just affirming things. And like, so what are some of your daily affirmations? What are some of the, some of the things that you tell yourself daily? Um, so I feel like that changes depending on my mood. <laughs> so depending like what I've dealt with that week, that month, how I woke up, um, I have to tell myself different things. Mm-hmm. So um, I used to like years ago. I would always tell myself I am beautiful. It's crazy because I know that now. I feel it. Like there's not a moment where I don't wake up and look in the mirror and like, girl, you look good. Like I literally do that now. Um, and so I think that at this phase in my life, I say things like I am a good listener. Um, I say I'm a good listener, and I say I am a good wife. So like I prepare myself for that because that's kind of where I am in my, in my walk. Like, that's where I want to be. You know, I say, um, I'm a good wife. I'm a good listener. Um, I'm a good leader. I'm a, I'm a learner. I say different things like that to help me like with my career, but also with what I want to do in my personal yeah. life. And so, I, love uh, that. I love that you said that you, you say things that portray where you want to be. Um, right. like I am a good wife. I think that that is so important. And sometimes I think that people, um, confuse, that sometimes when they hear the word affirmations, like sometimes people don't really understand what affirmations really is. And I think right. affirmations is speaking those things into existence that are not, you know, yes. or, um, yes. and it can still be just encouraging. Saying, you know, I am debt free. That yeah. was, that was, I was like, you know, I am debt free. And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I am debt free. Yeah. Like, I am a millionaire. I am debt free. I am rich. I am happy. I am love. I am light. Like yeah. all these things want to be. So, yes. yeah. So, I mean, there is the, the power, there is so much power in affirmations, so much power in affirmations. And I always encourage people to, to read affirmations every day. Um, Female of Influence is actually going to be coming out with their own um, affirmation cards that are going to be available for purchase. I'm not going to say when yet, but um, some other stuff. So I'm excited about that because I think the affirmations are so important. I think they should be a part of everybody's day. Like when you wake up, affirming some things over your life over your day over your family right. over your business you know so that's really, mm-hmm. really good so my last question for you tonight is going to be about legacy you know we always talk about this thing called legacy you know what we want to leave behind when we leave this earth um i personally feel like your purpose is directly connected to your legacy so what do you think or what do you want your legacy to look like 
are when you when you leave this earth? What do you want to leave behind? It's so crazy because um, in like in lieu of like Nipsey's death, I think everybody has become super conscious yeah. of legacy. Like I think everybody appreciates, but in lieu of his death, I think everybody is kind of like, yo, like what type of impact am I going to have on the world like this? Because you see a man who might not have been at the forefront of everything in the limelight, like, you know, stringed him where everybody just knew, oh, that's Nipsey Hussle. Like you knew, but you didn't know. And now that he's gone, you see all of these things that he had his hands in, and you're like, wow, like this is amazing. He and just so then you see the that quiet storm, the quiet storm, like, <laughs> like this social media stuff, this clout chase and all that, it makes it does not matter. Like doing the work is what matters at the core. And so when I think of legacy for myself, I think of that, like I want to create a life for my family, my friends, and my children to feel like, you know, I know I have to do the work, but mom already paved the way. Like, you know, my friend already paved the way. Yeah. She started it, showed me, she showed me that I can do the impossible. Like, I just have to work to achieve that. And it's not about anybody else, but it's about me and what I choose to leave my my mark on this world. And so when we talk about influencers, um, when we talk about influencers and what it is that we want to do, like, I always say people use them words, influencer lightly, like, yeah. and it gets on my nerves. The same thing with entrepreneurs, because you know, for a while, I never wanted to use that word because everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but and everybody wants to be an influencer, but it's kind of like, what are you influencing people to do? Like, you know, like, what are you, like, what, why should they follow you? And that's the type of things that I think about when it comes to legacy. And I would hope that people would see me and they would be unapologetic and they would see that, you know, they can walk in their purpose and they can walk in love and light and be who they're called to be by God. Despite obviously what the journey looks like for anybody else, because you have the pen and the paper and you write your own story. And so um, that's just kind of what I want to leave. Like, I want to leave the idea, obviously, of being that free and really just honing in on what it is that you want to do and doing that and executing that, period. Like, yeah. whatever it looks like, I don't care what it is, as long as it's healthy, you're happy, and you realize that your purpose is tied, it's tied to somebody else. It's not tied to you. It's really not even about you. So as long as you can understand that, then I feel like I'll be very, like, my legacy will be, it'll be straight. Because yeah. I want people to know that it's bigger than you. It's not about you. And so what is, it, what is it that you're giving to the world? What's your gift that you're giving to the world? And what is that going to look like for somebody else 10 years from now? And Yeah. So that's- and your kids. I mean, I have two kids now. So I think about that all the time. Like if something were to happen to me today, you know what I'm saying? What am I leaving behind in this world? What are people going to say about me? I mean, I think that's something that you should think about too. Like what are people going to say about me? I mean, I look at Nipsey's life too and... I, I wasn't laughing, but I did laugh because when Future came out, and Future was like, "Yeah, we've we've always been influencing people like this." I don't know if you saw Future's comment after Nipsey what? passed. Um, Nipsey passed. Oh, yeah, Future comment. And people were like, "Don't you ever?" Yeah. <laughs> but, I thought that was hilarious. But it made it, you know, it made me realize, and I hope it made him realize, you know, like, okay, like I need to be doing more than just telling people that they need to be, you know smoking marijuana and drinking lean, you know? Because <laughs> Future, uh, what he said, I'm my Future. What, what are you talking about for real? Like, let's be for real. What, what are you over there talking about? I was trying to think of any song where he was empowering us. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, okay. Because, I mean, I do, I'm going to be honest, there are some giving back events that I have seen him on. Right. Like, um, with Black Celebrity Giving and things like that. He does do things, try to do things in the community, but I don't think it's on the level of Nipsey right now. And nah, what he nah. more so promotes mainstream and that music is not, like, nah. <laughs> not with him. Not Even though I'll be live, because, you know, I'm trapped queen on the low. 
that's not it. <laughs> no. So I mean, that's 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 really good. That's really good that you know you that you're thinking about legacy. And I think that that's what purpose is about. And I think that when you really and truly walk in your purpose, it causes you to think about your legacy. You know, it causes you to really realize how important that is to even have a legacy. You know, prior to Nipsey's death, I already had something as simple as life insurance. You know, on me. If something were to happen to me, you know, my family is going to be taken care of. You know, uh -huh. I think that you know it's not even all about money, but I think that it's stuff that you do have to think about once you know before you leave this earth. So that's really good. That's really good that you're, that you're already thinking about that type of stuff. Um, and right. To, you know your family and and your siblings. You know. So that's mm -hmm. really good. So I like to end all of my um, whenever I have a guest on, I like to end all of my podcasts with my four my four ending icebreaker questions. I know most people do icebreakers at the beginning, but I like to do icebreakers at the end. And the icebreakers okay. just give us um, to just to give us a little bit more insight of, of who you are and what you like. So, what is the Bible verse that most influences your life? The Bible verse that most influences my life. Um, I think I have one. I'm going to look it up that I actually wrote down. But it's what's so craziest to me is that I feel like it, it depends, again, again, where I am in my life. Um, yeah, where I am in my life because I'm writing it down, I'm sorry. Um, where I am in my life because I feel like every, every time it changes, I remember when I was going through the struggle of dealing with my bosses, I was reading Bible verses that basically spoke to the fact that, like, he's going to tie the hands of the enemy enemy and like, you know, no weapon form shall prosper. Like I was going to come out on top because I'm, a, I'm his child. Yeah. And so I would really do stuff like that. And then like, you know, as I'm going through this, like I, I always tell myself like the, foot, the footprints of the righteous are, you know, they're, they're ordered already. The steps are already ordered. Um, the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. So I know that as I continue to go and my steps are ordered, my path is going to, my path to purpose is going to get brighter and brighter. And yeah. so that's what I remind myself on nights when I'm struggling. I'm always like, the path of the righteous is brighter and brighter. Like, it's brighter and brighter as you go. And I'm just like, it's, you know, it's dark right now, Crystal, but it's going to get brighter. And I probably use that one more than um, uh, any other ones because I have to remind myself sometimes when you get discouraged and you yeah. want to quit. Like, you want to quit because it becomes too much. And I'm like, the path gets brighter. Like, it can seem to get brighter for those, you know, who serve and love the Lord. Like, it's going to be fine. But you got to know that that's what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What's one thing, one important thing that you think listeners need to know about Carter Chauvet? Um, that I'm not perfect. Uh, <laughs> I think that, I think by now, I hope people get that. I know some days they'll be like, oh, she's trapped queen. Other days she say like, she's into God. Then later that night they'll be like, oh, she's an emotional wreck. Or whatever it is that I'm feeling, <laughs> um, I'm authentic about it. And I pretty much feel like y'all have to experience it with me. And so just be real about that. Like, I'm not perfect. I'm not happy every day. Some days I don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes, some days I'm extremely moody, but I always have good intentions. You know, I have good intentions. I'm good vibes. I'm a great person. But I just need to know I'm not perfect. Like, yeah. That's it. I'm human too. I feel None real. None of things. us are perfect. None of us. No matter how many of us try to portray like we have the perfect life on Instagram. <laughs> no, and you see, it's so crazy because I don't even post pictures as much as I post videos because, for one, I always hate pictures now. I hate the way I look in pictures. So yeah. it's like, okay, um, if you go to my page, you'll see old pictures. And I'm like, when I want to post a picture, I'm like, Crystal, you don't have any pictures to post because you don't take pictures yeah. anymore. But I do do videos in my Insta story, so catch me there. <laughs> 
Yeah, Insta Story yeah. is like the 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 new big thing. Like, I love Insta Story. I put stuff before I post the picture. Yeah, but I don't even ever have people around to like really take pictures of me. Like today, right. I thought I was too cute. Too cute. Didn't get one picture because nobody was there. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Aww. catch me. If you- so, so I know you were too fond about me asking this question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Off the top, and I of probably care for it. I don't know. Off the top of it, off the top of your head, give me three adjectives that you feel best describe. I don't know what adjectives Heart, are. Shaw, day. They describe you. Girl, do I need to take you back What's to English? <laughs> take me back. What's an adjective? It's a word that describes you. So, like the red dog. I knew that, Brianna. I just didn't <laughs> think it was off my head. So, again, obviously, at the top, it will be unashamed and unapologetic. Those two can go into the same fold. Mm-hmm. Um, interchangeable, I guess. Mm, I am a connector. Like we said at the beginning, um, I'm a connector. I'm unashamed. I'm unapologetic. And I am motivated. That's what it is. Motivated, ambitious, and anything else that ties into that. That's who I am. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And my last, my last ending icebreaker question is: Do you have any advice? How many icebreakers do you four, got? Four, honey. Four. This is the last one, girl. Any advice that you can give to our listeners or to any listeners who may still be searching for their purpose or who may be afraid to step into their purpose? Yeah, learn from your experiences. Don't discredit anything that happens along your journey as you go through life because that's what's going to be a part of your purpose. <laughs> your experience is your purpose. Period. That's just what it is. So continue to grow and grow and figure out what the lesson is, what the lesson is that's tied, that's tied to that. And then you'll figure out what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you I'm feeling all good. We was tired, but now I'm ready to go put in some work. We're tired. <laughs> I, say, I said, girl, we're going to pray before we do this call because we got to make it authentic. Yeah. I think we've accomplished that. I, yes. think, I do think we will. Well, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. We really enjoyed you. I would definitely be leaving um, all of Carter Sade's Instagram follow. I mean, Instagram um, pages. Definitely be dropping everything in the uh, comments below, in the links below, should I say, so that um, you know anybody who's listening to this who wants to follow you can definitely follow you. But we thank you for being a leading female influence. And I love you, girl. I just love you so much. <laughs> so thank you for having me on your show. I'm so proud of you. And, you know, I can't wait to see where this goes because I know it's going to be amazing. I'm just so happy that you finally figured it out. Like, you finally figured out what you want to do because you want to do a lot of things. Oh, my gosh. And I'm so finally glad that you stayed true to what it was, to what we've been doing since we've been kids. Yeah. Like, since, since Facebook started and we could type anything motivational, you already knew what it was. Yeah. So I'm just so excited to you know, see you really use that gift because we've been preaching to people for years, honestly. So, yeah, yeah use, use your gift. I'm excited. Don't make me cry on here now. Don't make me cry. It's the truth, though. We've been, we've been, we've been doing this for a minute. So it's cool to see how, how you're molding it. In you. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I think it's just a blessing to just see how both of us have grown and evolved and like, it's, it's just, it's crazy when I think about it sometimes. But it's right, a, it really is a blessing. Cleta yeah. and Perry's grandkids, we doing all right. We doing all right. Yeah, they're so proud of us. So you know, they're definitely proud of us right now. They're smiling right now in this moment. Yes, I believe it. Well, thank you so much. I I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. 
the feedback on this podcast. I think that it's going to be absolutely amazing. And I think that you really touched uh-huh. a lot of lives with this podcast tonight. So Again, thanks for thank having me. Thank you day, y'all. Check out Hey New Friends. Check out I Am Cardishaw Day on Instagram. Cardishaw Day on Facebook. <laughs> Find her yes. somewhere. Connect with her. If you Twitter. Want yes, on Twitter as well. If you are in D.C., please connect with Hey New Friends. They have dope events every month. Um, yeah, get in. Get it done. Walk in purpose. Love you. Bye. Love you. Oh my gosh, y'all, that episode was absolutely amazing. I told y'all Cardishaw Day was amazing, y'all. Um, I hope that you all learned so much from that. She was dropping some real gems for you guys. Um, and I hope that it encouraged you, that it motivated you, that it just pumped you up to really walk in your purpose. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in. I will be back next week. Um, next Wednesday, back on track, guys, with a new episode and a new guest. Um, so just have a blessed week um, and and just continue to, to, to walk in your purpose because your purpose definitely holds your power. All right, y'all. 